morning, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We continue where we left off in Edevin on the bottom of three. Amid Beis on the bottom. So we learned the, yesterday that Abayah said in the name of Rav Nachman that the Amma that's mentioned halachically by Sukkah and the Amma is mentioned halachically in our tractate by Mavoy. The height and the width is, to, is a smaller Amma, smaller measurement, the five tvach. And the, in other words, we have to be strict and, and uh, that even a, only a smaller height and if it's uh, more than the, the smaller measurement, then it's invalid. The sukkah is invalid, and the uh, alleyway is invalid. You can't carry in it. And in the case of the kerem, in the case of the, of the vineyard there, you have to be strict. And it's talking about a bigger amma of six tvachim. Rava Rava argues with Abayin. Of course, the law follows Rava. All ames. Of course, there's certain Amis we're going to learn in a moment that are mentioned in the Mizbeach that are five Amis, but all the Amis are mentioned by the rabbis halachically in the case of the Sukkah, in the case of the alleyway, and in the case of the Kedem, all of them are six Tfachim. Kol Amis Bama Bashisha. Ela, but there is a difference. And he agrees we have to be strict. Any case, we have to be, every case, we have to be strict. What is the difference? Halolu Sechakes. These amas are like when a person smiles, when you're laughing, your lips are open. Or when you're sad, your lips are pursed. So too, there's a way to count the amma. The amma is like a fist, right? The size of the fist. So you could be tight-fisted, or you could be, your fingers are a little loose. Or the Rambam says how you connect the amas together. It could be, no, one amma on top of the other. No, what? Oh, oh, the Amas? No, I'm sorry, the Amas, the, the Tefach. The Tefach, I'm sorry. How, how a Tefach is a fist, so how you how you connect the Tefachim on each other. It can be like very tight on each other or a little space in between. So that's what it means. That's a case, like when a person laughs, not safe. What's the difference between the two? It's a very small difference. It's uh, every Amma is six Tefachim. Every Tefach is like four fingers, the width of four fingers. So every Amma is 24 fingers. So a, 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 if it's a smile, your lips are open. If it's not so tight, it's an extra half a finger. So it's a 24 and a half fingers. Versus if it's tight, it's exactly 24, the width of 24 fingers. That's an alma. An alma is like from your elbow to your hand, which is like six fifths. So that's half a finger? Is that in the Gemara? No, no. The, 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 yeah, yeah. The, the different, difference would be a half, a half a finger. That's the difference... Uh, so again, in the case of the mavui, in the case of the of the sukkah, you have to be strict. The smaller size, the the, the smaller amma was six tvachim, but six tight. Versus in the case of the of the vineyard, you have to be strict, and you have to say it's like the smiling tefach, uh, which is a little wider, a little more of a space. And uh, he doesn't go here. He doesn't. He's not going to repeat all the questions he asked Nabai. The same question he asked Nabai, you can ask in Rava. Your, your, strictness turns out, your, lenient, your strictness turns out to be a leniency. He's not going to repeat. Whatever he answered there, you can answer here. But he's going to ask another question. Maybe I'll ask you a question. We'll learn the Brais. It says that all the Amas, wherever the rabbis mention Allah and Amma, we're talking about six Tvachim. As long 
But as long as is long, and he explains. In other words, they're not exactly mechavanis, um, because it could be they're not exactly all alike. Sometimes it means when he's smiling, and sometimes it's like uh, when he's uh, sad. In other words, sometimes it's a little, the sixth vachim are measured, the tefach is measured a little different, a little wider, and sometimes it's tighter. So means they're not all equal. They're not all equal. Wherever it says it's six tvachim, but the tvachim are not all equal. <laughs> so according to Rav, this makes sense. It's exactly what Rav is saying. That all amas are six tvachim, but sometimes they're wider and sometimes they're, they're, they're tighter, they're smaller. But according to Abaya, it's difficult. He says all the Amas, wherever the rabbis say Amas, and all the Halachas, it's six Tvachim. Abayah says, no, it's not so. It's only five Tvachim. Abalach Abayah, says, will answer your Amas, say, Amas Kaloyim Bamas Bashish. He doesn't mean everywhere the rabbis say Amas. It's six Tvachim. He's talking about wherever the rabbis say Amas in relationship to the vineyard. But since the end of this b'raisa, look at the end of that b'raisa, Rav Gamliel argues. He says, Wherever the rabbis say, by kaloyim is amas bashish. Only by kaloyim. The Tanakhama says, all the amas, wherever it's mentioned an amma halachically, in all the situations, sukkah, mavi, kaloyim, it's six. And Rav Gamliel comes to argue and says, no, only by kaloyim is amas bashish. But, it had, but, but and by Kaloyim also, the Amma also, uh, but that it has to be precise. Not country, it has to be, has to be wide. It you have to be strict, the strictest. Not only by Kaloyim, it has to be six Tvachim, but the six Tvachim itself has to be the biggest possible, the widest possible, the, the biggest measurement possible. Shouldn't be mitzum tzamim. Should be seichikas. So meklal tanakama kolam is coming. So it's a question. Tabayi avlach abayi vlab meikir abashim gamliel dekar kavasi. Okay, but at least you see that abashim gamliel is following what I'm saying. I'm not damn like abashim gamliel. I'm saying like abashim gamliel, and that's why the halacha is not like abayi. B'chal in general the law is like rava, but here especially abayi is saying that he's only saying according to one opinion. But as the gemara will say, rava can say his opinion according to everyone unanimously. So according to Abaya, Abaya has to learn that Shem Gamliel argues in the Tanakhama. And he's saying that he's following the opinion of Shem Gamliel. Rab Nachman is following, according to Abaya, Rab Nachman is following the opinion of Shem Gamliel. But according to Rav, does Rav must say that it's an argument? Maybe Rav can say that his opinion is unanimous. Rabbi Shem Gamliel is not coming to argue on, on the Tanakhama. Everyone holds like a Tanakhama. That all the Amis mention halacha, whether it's tukum, mavi, it's six tvachim. He's clarifying. He's clarifying that when he says shloyimuchavanis, Tanakama says it shouldn't, but it shouldn't all be the same. So he comes to clarify. What does he mean? In the case of the kaloyim, there you have to be seichikas. You have to, but in the case of a sukkah and mavi, there it could be, it could be mitzum uh, tamer. Correct. There it has to be. Uh, I'd say this.
He's coming to clarify. Does he have to be strict? So in the case of Kalayim, the strictness is by using the using the larger measurement. That it can't be mitzumtzum, it can't be that safer, it has to be seichikais. And in the case of Sukkan and Mavi, most of the cases there, it has to be uh, the smaller measurement. That's it. So your mother has a lame Amas Kalayim He should have just said. Amas Kalayim the Am of the Kalayim Leitzamtzim. Surely Abai is correct. is coming to argue that we don't say Bashisha that the sixth Svachim Amma is not is not universal. By Sukkah and by Mavui, there it's a five Tvachim Amma. The reason he say he's saying because there is a case. Where the Amma is a five Tvachim. There is such a thing as a five Tvachim Amma. But he's saying by the rabbis, all the cases of the rabbis, Sukkah, Mavoy, and, and there, when the rabbis discuss it, halachically, he's talking about a, a six Tvachim Amma. Which are the cases? The Chsiv says, Amma Yisoyed, Vama Seyvev. The foundation of the Mizbeach, of the outer altar, and the ledge of the outer altar. It says, These are the measurements of the Mizbeyah. Yecheskel gives us the future based on Migdash. He had a vision of the future based on Migdash. He gives the me- these are the measurements of the Mizbeyah. Which are measured in Amos, you know, your arm. And he says, he spells it out, Amo, Amo Vatefach. An Amo, and how much is an Amo? There's an amma, and then there's an amma of a teifach. In other words, there's a small amma, an amma of five tvachim, and then there's there's an amma of a teifach, an amma of five tvachim with another tefach, which makes six tvachim. So in other words, you're measuring it in two types of measurement. One measurement is an amma only five tvachim, but some parts of the mizbeach you measure like that amma five tvachim with an, add another tefach, which is together six tvachim. And that becomes a different type of Amma. Cheiko Amma. Cheiko Amma. Cheik is an Amma. Cheik is referring to like the foundation. That's an Amma. The Amma. Amma Reichav. And also the, the width. Ugevula. Al Svasa. And also the ledge. Zeres Ho'echot, which is the, the, the top of the Mizbeach, is also an Amma of five Tvach. The Zegava Mizbeach. So he spells it out. Cheka Amma Zeyisoyit. Cheka Amma refers to the foundation. So the foundation was one Amma. The foundation of the altar of the Mizbeach was one Amma, and it went up only five Tvachim. One Amma, it was the height of one Amma, but that Amma was an Amma of five Tvachim. Some say, but the, the extension of the of the Yisoyed, the extension, the Yisoyed extended one Amma out. That extension was six Tvachim. It was only the height of the, of the, uh, of the foundation 
was a height of an Amma of five Tvachim. Okay? The Amma Rachav, the Seva, the ledge. The ledge that went around where the Kayim would walk around. So the ledge was also in the width, an Amma of a five Tvachim Amma. Okay, it was around the right, uh, 15, less than 16 inches. Ugvula el The four bumps on the top of the Mizbeach, the four corners, also had a height and a width of an Amma of five Tvach. V'zeh gava Mizbeach, and he's coming to add, Zeh ha-Mizbeach hazav. That was the inner altar. The inner altar was also measured by the smaller Amma of five Tvach. So that's what Rabbi Gamliel is saying. That that's why he says Bama Bashisha. That in this case, when the rabbis discuss Amma, he's referring to Amma Bashisha, because there are cases where it was mentioned biblically in the Tanakh, in the Mizbeach. <coughs> there, the Amma was of five tvach. There is such a concept, but in the, whenever it's mentioned by the rabbis. In the case of the vineyard, in the case of the suk, in the case of the mavi, it's it's really it's six tvachim okay. But the tanakam also holds yes. an argument. Yes, according to Rava, right? He's just coming to clarify. He's just coming to clarify what he means. He spells out that in the case of the vineyard, there we're strict, and how how you strict by saying it's it's the wider amma, the seichakas, not the atzevas, versus the sukkah and the mavi. There, on the contrary, you're being strict because you say the smaller measurement, it's the amma that's atzevas. Okay. All the measurements we find in the Torah, how much do you have to eat in order to transgress? Things that interfere to the mikveh. You go to the mikveh, if you have something on you, it interferes in you and the water, then you, ha- then you haven't gone to the mikveh. And the walls, what are considered walls, what's the measurement of the walls, all of this is halacha l'mayshu misina. Where do we learn all of this from? It doesn't say clearly in the Torah, but Moshe heard it from Hashem at Sina and he transmitted to us. What do you mean it's halacha l'mayshu misina? It's clearly spelled out in the Torah. The Chivit says, Eretz chita say. It says that Israel is a land that's blessed with wheat and barley, sitzes, geffen, and, 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 and grapes, and figs, and olives, and dates. Oh, Baba, Rabchan, Rabchan says, Kol this entire pasuk is coming to teach us measurements, halachic measurements, chita, the measurement of a chita comes to teach me the measurement wheat, like we learned in the Mishnah. If a person enters into a house that has leprosy, so the person and anything that enters the house, the vessels become immediately impure. If he's wearing clothes, but he's wearing it on, on, his, on his shoulder. Not that he's wearing his dress, he's not dressed with it, he's just, it's just draped over his shoulder. He's holding his shoes in his hands, or his rings in his hands. Not on his finger. He's not wearing it. He's just carrying it. If you're carrying it clothes. So who? Him and the utensils, all of these vessels become immediately impure. Just by entering into the house 
of leprosy, the whole house and anything that's in it becomes impure. But how you love But if he was dressed, he was wearing his clothes. The sandal but and he's dressed in a sandal. He's wearing his sandals on his feet. And the, the ring is on his finger. So who tamimiya? The moment his nose enters the house, he becomes tummy. They remain pure. So, so the Torah says that that he the, the clothes that he wears because it says a person becomes tummy while he eats. The Gemara says, "What do you mean while he eats? Only if you eat, you become tummy." So the Torah is telling me, no, the amount it would take for you to eat, the amount it would take for you to eat, pras, paschitin, a half, a loaf of paschitin, which is enough for one meal. A full loaf is two meals. A loaf of bread that's make, made with eight eggs, the volume of eight eggs. A half a loaf is four eggs, and that's enough for one meal. So how long, however long it would take you to eat one meal if you stay in the house long enough, the amount of time it would take you to eat one meal, there's all different arguments how much that is. If it's two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, all, all different types of uh, measurement how we actually measure it. But whatever it is, you have to wait a certain amount of time, to eat a half a loaf, which is one meal. Only then do the clothes on you, the clothes that you wear, become impure. If you leave the house right away, you walk in and you walk out, you become impure. But the clothes that are on you do not become impure with the impurity of the, of the leprosy. Severe impurity of the leprosy. So he said, that's what the Torah is telling us. We measure by what type of bread, what type of loaf, Paschitin, a loaf that's made of wheat. Because wheat, you eat a lot quicker, it's tastier. So you eat it a lot quicker than a loaf made of barley. Not a loaf of bar- barley. Mesav, if, how long it would take you to eat this half a loaf while you're sitting? <coughs> while you're sitting also, you eat a lot quicker than when you're, when you're walking and running around while you're eating. If you eat like Americans while you, you know, but you sit down, you relax, you eat, you eat also a lack of and also eating it together with together together with appetizer, eating so then you eat a lot quicker. So however long it would take you in that scenario to eat a half a loaf of the bread of wheat, then uh, then uh, you become impure. So the Torah is telling me chitas to teach me a certain measurement. So what measurement does the barley come to teach me? That now we learn in the Mishnah If you have a bone. A piece of a bone of a human of a human corpse, if it's the size of a barley, it, it contaminates you. It imparts contamination if you touch it, if you carry it. Not if it's in a tent. If you're in the same tent, in order to be in the same tent, you have to have either a majority, a majority of the bones. A two, you know, um, um, so you have to have. Let's say 100, 125 bones, or you have to have the skull, or the the uh, spine, or the two, um, you know, the, the flanks and the sh- and and one, one uh, thigh bone. So other than that, if you just have a little dra- a little uh, barley, a piece of a bone, that's not enough to contaminate you if you're under the same tent. But it is enough to contaminate you if you touch it or if you carry it. So that's what the Torah says, Seira, barley. Geffen, grapes. Kedei Levi is yayin. Lenozim. Lenozim. 
that a nazir has to drink a devious yayin. So the question is, Taisu says, wait a minute, this is unlike all the others. All the others, the word itself, the seira, is, 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 is a measurement. The bone, the size of a barley. The chita is the measurement. Bread made from chita. Here, what are you telling me? That if you drink wine, another drinks wine? I don't need a pasuk to tell me. Here, you're, not, you're telling me the substance. What substance? What substance does another get lashes if he drinks wine? Not if he drinks uh, um, uh, other things. It's in the pasuk. Yeah. It's in the pasuk. Yeah. What's the pasuk coming to add? The geffen. It's not, what's the sheer here? So Taisus wants to say, he brings, brings Rashi elsewhere, that it's how you measure, how you measure, how you measure the revias. How do you measure the revias? Let's say a person eats, a person eats grapes or leaves or from, how do you measure, it's also revias. If you eat that, you eat a revias of it. How do you measure, how do you measure a revias? How do you measure revias? So he says you have to measure it by wine. Or you, you remeasure it by its displacement. Let's say you fill up a whole bucket full of wine and you put the amount of... Or you put inside leaves and, and, and olives and whatever, whatever, I mean grapes. And then it, whatever pours out and that becomes the, the measurement of a revius. So there's a difference if you're going to measure the revius with wine or you're going to measure it with water. Because water is much, is much thinner and therefore you don't need that much to replace water. To make a revius, to get, to get the bigger bucket to pour out into the smaller cup, which is a revius, the size of a revius, you need much uh, more to replace wine. You need much more grapes and, and leaves to replace wine than you do to re- need to replace water. Because wine is thicker, and um, and the wine it's more dense. It's more dense. It's, it's the mass. It's a, right. Science. That's what it is. right. So displacement is the mass. So wine is more dense. So you need more. You need more. So that's what the puzzle is coming to tell me. The way to measure it, you have to measure it by 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 using wine. To measure, you have to use wine and not water. So it is a measure. He's discussing a measure. We continue on the second side. Like a dry fig. All the laws of Shabbos. When you carry in Shabbos, you carry food in Shabbos. What's the minimum amount to be liable? If you carry like a fig, a dried fig. A pomegranate. We learn in the Mishnah. At what point does a utensil lose its status as a utensil. If it's impure, at what point does it remain impure? At what point does it lose its status as a utensil and therefore it, it, it becomes pure? If it has a hole in it. So if you're a merchant, a merchant, the smallest hole, even the size of an olive, I'm not selling it anymore. I can't sell it. It's useless. I have to throw it out. But an owner, he uses his utensils to the last, whatever uses you can get out of it. So he's not throwing it out so quickly, even though it has this, uh, this hole of a, a small hole. Yes, I can't use it for liquids, but I can still use it for larger things. As, but once it, the hole is large enough that I can't even use it for pomegranate, like the pomegranate will fall out, then, then I throw it out, then it's garbage. So that's the side. That's I say, by a balabayas, an owner. 
that the, as long as once the hole reaches the hole of a pomegranate, the pomegranate will fall out, then it's no longer impure. Eretz is shemen udvash. Eretz shekol shiurek is the olive. Almost all of the shiurim and teira is the olive. To eat, uh, to eat uh, blood, to eat uh, non-kosher fat, to eat non-kosher food, to eat leftover animals. Eat matzah. Uh, yeah. All of, all right, even the positive mitzvahs. Everything, it's a kazayis. So that's most of the shiurim are the aleph. Here we have other shiurim. Most of the shiurim are kazayis. Dvash, which dvash, honey, doesn't refer to be honey, referring to dates. When it comes to Yom Kippur, the other Torah doesn't say don't eat in Yom Kippur. The Torah says you have to fast, you have to, you have to torture yourself in Yom Kippur. And, and it says, the rabbis say, that if a person is starving, in less, order, in order to still that hunger, that no, yeah, of course, you have to eat less than a date. A date. A date. It's not an olive, a date. Because it's a, the amount of a day, which is large enough, the right. amount of, an, of a date, that's enough to still your hunger. At least the, 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 the starvation. Right. Of course, it's not going to fill you, but it's enough to keep you alive. That, that okay, I'm not, now I'm not starving here. You're, so that's like a date. So if you eat less, you haven't violated young people. Exactly. Those who, have to eat, those who are sick, they eat less than the Kasevah's doctor. Right. 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 Yeah. right. right. Right, chatzishir. But at least yeah. if you have to, you eat less than the kitzav. Right, you eat right. less, and less than a pras, less than in the same amount of time. You have to spread it out. Right. But that's actually Chaim Briska used to was very lenient in all these things. He said, "I'm not being lenient in Yom Kippur. I'm being machmer and pikuach nefesh. A person who's really life is in danger. You don't play games. Eat, true, right. eat, yeah. eat, and 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 and, and don't make yourself crazy." It's only if your life is not really in danger, but if you don't take your medication, it's going to lead to danger. Then there, yeah, then drink less and uh, smaller amounts, etc. Okay. So the question is, how do you say, why do you say that shiurim? Is Allah HaLemesha Mesinai, it's a Pasuk? Let me ask you. Shiurim Mechtuk Sivi, does it say anywhere in the Pasuk? Where do you see it says in the Pasuk? Ella Hilchazin, really, they're all Allah, Halamashim Messinai. Basmechin, the Rabbana Kroy. They hang it up on the Pasuk. They say this is what the Pasuk is hinting at. But it's clearly the foundation is Moshe received it from Sinai and transmitted it to us. Chatzitin, then you say Chatzitin, Zalach Moshe, in fact, the Chatzitin that I send in, where it's clearly biblical, the Sivit says, Verochatz, it's called Besorevamai. That your whole flesh, your whole body has to be in the water. There can't be anything between your flesh and the water. Your whole body has to immerse in kolbasari, in the water. So it's clearly biblical. So your mother says that Mayim. He's trying to tell me that kol besade has to be in the water. He's coming to tell me what the size of a mikveh is. Not coming to teach me the chatzitza. But he's coming to teach me what's the size of a mikveh. Mikveh has to be a size that kol besade, your whole body can go into, enter into, to dip in the water, could immerse in the water. Shekol guf eleben, bekamehen, amal amal, bireim gibel amis. Uh, uh, an amma by an amma, 
like around a foot and a half by a foot and a half, and a height of four and a half amas. And if you fill that with water, a person could dip into that. I don't know if it's 180 gallons or, 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 or 200 gallons of water. This is the amount that it takes for a person to dip. Memsa. So, oh, one second. So, no, so what's that? So, the question is, right? So, we learned two things from the Pasuk. We learn two things. One thing we learn, kol basari, there shouldn't be anything interfering between you and the water. And bemayim, bemayim, that it has to be water that's enough, you can totally immerse in it. So we see it's a biblical, so why do you say it's halach l'mesh m'sinai? I need the law, halach l'mesh for here, to teach me about here. If one here is not is knotted, then it could be knotted very tight. No water can enter into that here. So therefore, it's chitzatz. It's interfering between you and the mikveh. The mikveh has to, has to be total immersion. Not only your body has to be total immersion. Your here has to be total. If one here is sticking out, if one here is not immersed, you have not gone to the mikveh, and you remain impure. So he says, if one here is, is tightly knotted, the water cannot, cannot enter into that here. Shalosh, three here is enechitzis. Because if three here is knotted together, it can't be really knotted very tight. So water can definitely flow through. The question is, two, I'm not sure. Is it tight or, or can water still, still flow through? So therefore, I need Allah. Without Allah, I would say besare, kol besare, that your your body has to be total immersion. But they hear no. So I need Allah. They hear as well. Even the hear is also biblical. The time you learn the brayse, v'rochas es kol besare. Es hatofel es comes to add hatofel besare. Anything that's part of besare, even the hear, which is secondary to the besare, because it's like dead. Here is dead. If you you know if you cut your hair, you don't feel anything. It's attached to you. That's what it means. It's tofel. But even that also has to be immersed in the mikveh. If one hair is sticking out, you do not go to the mikveh. Is that osar? So why do we need Allah when it's all biblical? The Allah is coming to define to me what is considered a chatzitza. From the Torah, I wouldn't know. I would say anything, the smallest thing is already a chatzitza. Allah is coming to tell me, no, what is a real chatzitza? Like Rav Yitzhak taught us. Rav Yitzhak, Dvar Torah, biblically, Revei umakvid Olav. Only if most of your body is covered, is and you have something that interferes in your body and the water, and Makbid, you care, you don't want, you don't like it, you don't want it to remain on your body, then it's chaitzitz. But what if it's a Makbid love? Even if most of your body is covered, the question is, what if your whole body is covered? Since most of your body is covered, but you don't care, you want it to stay on you. Ain't a chaitzitz. 
Or if a, a minority of your body is covered, not the majority, 49% of your body is covered, and you do care, doesn't matter. It's only if both together, if it covers a majority of your body and you care. The Gazru and the rabbis, so this, this is what we know from Allah Chalamashim Messinai. This is what we know about Allah Chalamashim Messinai. And the Gazru, the, now the question is about the here. Here we have an argument amongst the Rishenim. Do we count the here separately? Or do we count the here as part of the body? In other words, what if the majority of you here is, is knotted? Is knotted. Every single here in, your, in her body is knotted. <laughs> majority of you here is knotted. So if you count the here separately, and, and she mind, then you would say that it's chesed, it's in, it, it interferes. But if you count the here as part of the body, I don't care if every here is knotted. But if the rest of the body is not, there's nothing interfering. So even though the water cannot go into her here, but that's a small part of her. So that's an argument already. You look at here separately, and the same law would apply to here, that the majority and... Or you look at the here as part of the whole body. But this is all biblical. The rabbis, however, the gazru, the rabbis decreed, if the majority of your body is covered, even if you don't mind, you don't care. They decreed it's not, it's invalid. Why? Because if you're going to allow the case of where the majority of him is covered up and he doesn't mind, then you're going to come to say it's okay even in the case where he does mind. And the rabbis also decreed that if only a small part of you is covered, a small thing is, is, is on your skin, and, but you mind, it's dirt, let's say, it's a piece of dirt, and I don't want to be dirty. And then you go to the mikvah, so the ra- even though biblically it's okay, but the rabbi said it's not okay. Because because if you're going to allow that, then you're going to come to permit it in a case where, where it's a majority and you care. Here, you say to yourself, here, here I cared, it was a piece of dirt, I didn't want to be dirty, and yet the mikvah was kosher. So even, I wouldn't make the differentiation, well, this was only a small little part of you. But if 51% of you is covered, then not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that the free differentiation if the rabbi said that any case where you, ma- where you care, it's invalid. <clears throat> the only case which is kosher, rabbinically, if it's a small part of you that's covered and you don't care, then even rabbinically it's not a problem. That's why you have to ask the rabbi. The woman goes to the mikvah, she has to know which, which is a chatzitza, it's not a chatzitza. You know, every case you have to understand whether she cares, she doesn't care, she minds, she doesn't mind if it's, how much it's covered, so, since the rabbis are already decreeing, let's already decree also, even in the case where it's only a small part of you is covered and you don't mind. Since you, you forbid a case of a small part of you is covered, but you mind, so you have to already also forbid a case where a small part of you is covered and you don't mind, because if you're going to say that's okay, you're going to come to say that even if a small part of you is covered and you do mind, is also okay. Inami, or you should decree it. If you're going to say that if you don't mind, it's okay, you're going to come to say, hey, if this is okay, if I don't mind, if it's a small part of me, even if 51% of my body is covered and I don't mind, it's also okay. And for the mother, he go for 
Because that in itself, if you don't mind, even if, if the, <coughs> most of your body is covered, if you don't mind, biblically you're okay. It's a good, it's a kosher mikvah. You went to the mikvah. It's only rabbinically it's not okay. I'm not naked and naked, You don't make a decree to protect the decree. The whole decree, everything the rabbis decreed is only to protect the Torah. So you make a protection for the Torah. You don't make a protection for a protection. So to go so far and to prohibit a case where a small part of her is covered and she doesn't mind, that we don't... Uh, because what's the worst case scenario? What's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, you're going to come and make a mistake and say, you know what? Even if 51% of my body is covered, not of mine, I'm going to say it's okay. You know what? It is okay, biblically. It's not a problem. You really went to the mikveh. So you don't have to worry. You don't have to make a fence for a fence. You make a fence for the main thing, but not a fence for a fence. So you breach the fence. So but <coughs> the fence itself, it's, not, it's, it's just a fence. It's not... You only have to make one fence. One fence. You don't have to make two fences, exactly. Okay, now the Gemara says that the third and last thing, mechitzes, that I said, you know, you're telling me mechitzes. The measurement of a mechitzes, but isn't it biblical? Because the master taught us, the ark was nine tefachim, the kapitis and the cover of the aron was another tefach. It was a tefach, three inches of solid gold. Harekan asoro, together, ten tefachim. And we learned, he said, it says, Hashem never came down to, to Lamata. Never came down. Lamata Masarat Vachim. Beginning of the Sukkah, the Shekhinah never came down. Lamata Masarat Vachim. So when it says that Hashem spoke to Moshe between the, the Keruvim, the cherubs, because <coughs> he was from the top of the ark. So we see that Ten Tvachim is a Mechitza. Ten Tvachim separates, delineates between the below and above. So we already know that ten tefachim is a mechitz. Everything about the late tzricha, the Rabbi Yehud, uh, you're right. I don't need to learn this halacha of Meshav Only according to the opinion of Rabbi Yehud. The Omar, the Omar, Amaz binyan ba'ama bashisha. Uh, I'm sorry, like Tzicha Elo Rabbi Huda. Only according to Rabbi Huda do I need to learn this halacha of Meshav Sinai. Because Rabbi Huda says, Amaz Binyan, the building of the of the Mishkan Tabernacle was six Tvachim Amma. Amaz Kalim Bi Amma But the measurement of the utensils of the vessels in the Beis Hamikdash in the Mishkan were a five Tvachim Amma, and therefore, so how tall was the was the ark nine? It's with a smaller amma. It's a smaller amma, so nine tvachim. Came out to eight and a half, they say. Right. So, so nine tvachim of the of the of uh, uh, it says an amma and a half. It doesn't say in the title tvachim. It says an amma and a half. Right. The the uh, height of the yeah, ark yeah, was an amma and a half. So our amma, which is six tvachim, an amma and a half is nine tvachim. And the kapitus was a tefach, it makes ten tefachim. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, that the amma is five tefachim, how much is an amma and a half? Seven and a half tefachim. Plus, plus a tefach is eight and a half tefachim. So I, how do I know that a mechitza is ten tefachim? The only way I know that is Allah HaLemayshem I can't know that from the Torah. All the ammas, even of the vessels, was also a six tefachim amma, average amma, Michael HaMemah. So why do I need Allah Lamaisha Messina to teach me Mechitzas? I know this from the Torah. I need the Allah Lamaisha to teach me the good, good asik, good achis. We say the wall, 
For example, in the sukkah, if the walls of the sukkah ten tefachim and the schakah be up until twenty amas, we consider it legally as if the wall extends upwards. Or if you have a, like a, a wall on top, a beam on top, it goes all the way down. The wall extends downward. Um, a wood. If it's less than three tefachim, it's considered attached, right? If the space, a wall, doesn't have to be a solid wall. Even if you have uh, boards and within three tefachim of each other, there's a space within three tefachim, you consider it as if the wall is all solid, all day akuma, that the, the, uh, the, the wall extends. If, if, if the, the distance between the wall and the sukkah is less than four amas, you look at that, that part as if it's an extension of the wall. So all of these halachas, we only know it from halacha l'mosha misinai. We'll stop over here because the uh, next, next piece starts already a whole, it continues up until the next page. Everyone have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow.